Do it. What's up, everybody? It's Casey with Two Worlds Podcast, and with me, as always, it's the Pee Wee Herman to my Joe Maganello. It's Jake. How you doing, buddy? Also, R.I.P. Paul Rubens. I'm okay. A little sad about that news today, yeah. but uh, yeah, how are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Might might die before this episode's over because my dog is lighting me up. She's like, I'm going to play in this room and just fart. <laughs> and they are vile. I believe you. <clears throat> did you watch the Pee Wee Herman, like the newer movie with Joe Maganello in it? No, I did not. Oh, dude, it's genuinely funny as hell because like it's on Netflix, but Joe sh- shows up in Pee Wee's town and they become best friends and then like he plays joe, himself yeah and he'd be like then joe invites him to his birthday party and so then like the whole movie's peewee trying to get to the birthday party that's at least what i remember of it and so then like it like will cut to like joe being like like oh joe it's your birthday why are you not happy he's like i just thought someone would be here but they're not here and just kind of ruined my whole party and it's like, <laughs> so funny <laughs> I'll have to watch it. I I mean, like most of us, I'm sure, used to watch them a lot back in the day, but not so much as of late. So Yeah. And I will say this. Probably he's he's probably in it's probably my top eight, I'll say, favorite superhero movies he's in. Mystery Men. Oh yeah. Yep. Movie. yep. I used to rent that every so often from uh Billy Lee's back in the day. Yeah. And then uh I'm trying to think he's also in uh Batman Returns briefly. Is he? Yeah. He plays oh. Penguin's yeah. dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember that now. That's a solid movie. I think mm-hmm. it still holds up. Um Okay, well, uh, I have a fun story about something that happened to me over the weekend. Yeah. So, I know I know a few of you know at this point, if you follow uh, my store, Comic Headquarters, on socials, but a really nasty storm blew through St. Louis on Saturday, and the wind was so bad that it absolutely shattered one of the huge windows Uh, at the front of my store, which is not cool at all. There was glass absolutely everywhere, inside and outside the store. Uh, But thankfully, I've got some really good dudes that work with me. And uh, we were able to, and the help of my lovely wife and a friend of hers, we we all got the mess cleaned up and uh, got the window boarded up. And I talked to insurance today, so need to get a quote this week, and then hopefully, hopefully it doesn't take too long for large glass to get there. We'll see. Yeah, but that's uh, just crazy. I never thought the wind would have been that bad. Like, like the window bowed outwards. And then just came back and just, yeah, insanity, insanity. Fucking wild, dude. So, yeah, it sucks. Um, but man, 
a few people, including my lovely co-host here, uh, has donated some money to help cover the cost of damages, which is extremely generous. And I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, cause yeah, it ain't cheap, but, no. uh, but it is what it is. You know, what can you do? So just something that I, I didn't think would happen. And Hey, if you guys want to help out, just buy the comic that you've been staring at or that toy that's been, that's been staring in the face. Just buy it. Who cares if you go in debt? Just do it. <laughs> Sound advice from Casey, everybody. But it's like, I mean, you've got a pretty high graded uh, first appearance of Wolverine. You guys should buy it. Yeah, it'd look real good in your collections. Yeah. Um, but I'm genuinely very thankful that nobody got hurt. That now, would have been a whole other can of worms. How how much? Uh vacuuming did you do because i've always heard getting all of and like the times i've broken glass and stuff getting all of that out is so hard i mean i had a regular vacuum um and then a friend of mine his sister brought like her shop back um so we just had those two going as well as just picking up pieces yeah and you're like, Mike, take your shoes off, start walking, see what you pick up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the dangerous part, though, is that I I don't even know if they make, if they do windows like this anymore. But like these giant panes of glass are, are in these like frames or like quarter inch frames that they're slid into. Mm-hmm. And there's like sealant around the edges. So there was still like large chunks oh, of glass yeah. still in that frame and like up high too. So I put on gloves. I was like, well, I'm not going to ask anybody else to do this. If I, if anyone's going to get cut, it's going to be me. Yeah. So I pulled all those out and then there were a couple, couple small cuts, uh, on, uh, on Mike and one of my other helpers but thankfully they were not not bad cuts at all yeah um and everybody was very careful but uh but yeah i i don't know what i would have done if uh mike weren't able to be there because rigging up like how we had to board up that giant window mm -hmm. i would not have been able to figure it out without his help he, he came up with the whole idea and uh we got it very stable and uh yeah i don't know just crazy shit yeah hope it it's doesn't happen again a business owner yep yeah something will always go wrong yeah don't ever don't ever for one second if you own a small business or are thinking about it think that you can get ahead because you cannot <laughs> that's what that's what my dad and grandpa would always say about the, like the the there's the guys that own trucking companies like you know like they own their own truck and stuff it's like yeah you're getting ahead you're making good money and then you have a flat tire or yeah. your truck blows up or what you know like whatever crap thing happens it's like well back to square one <laughs> dude every time that i like make an abnormally large sale i'm just thinking okay what's gonna break 
<laughs> like I, I'm never like obviously I'm happy about it, but I'm not yeah. like thrilled about it because I'm like, okay, that means something's about to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like how easy it is to cut yourself a class too, this is just kind of funny. We're swapping out um windows for grandma in the basement. And like I'll after we get a window out, I'll take it outside, bust the glass out, and then toss the metal frame in the metal scrap pile. And I was like hitting out the hitting out the glass and like a piece of the glass this was like last week hit piece of the glass flew out hit my arm and like it wasn't even like a sharpened it was just the like and the the non-sharpened hit my arm i didn't think anything of it i get back in there dad's like you're bleeding <laughs> and like my arm was just bleeding a whole bunch i'm like oh wow that's crazy <laughs> i know i know it's one of those things where if it clips you, it doesn't feel like a cut. It just feels yeah. like you brushed it. And then you look yeah. down and you're just dripping blood. So, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll get into our news here. Yeah. Although, oh, wait a second. I think we had a comment. Um, well, uh, I'll... While, while I try to find it, I'll um, talk about one of these little things here. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it was last episode, maybe the episode before we were talking about Fantastic Four casting rumors. And I saw earlier that Adam Driver reportedly passed on playing Reed. He says that he could not connect with the character. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that doesn't really mean anything. He could just be saying that, or maybe yeah. he did feel that way, and we're not getting him. I hope we don't, as I've already stated. Um, but you know, that, that's the news so far on that. Any any yeah. thoughts there? I I saw it too. I wasn't hot on him being read anyway, so it doesn't really affect me too much. Um, I did see another like Fantastic Four rumor type thing. Uh, your boy, Cillian Murphy. Someone asked him, asked him if he would be Doctor Doom, and he's like, "If the script's there." So I think that's code for I do adult movies. I'm not going to do a comic book movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't really want him to. Like, I really genuinely loved him as Scarecrow. Yeah. I don't need him in anything else, personally. Yeah, he was awesome, Scarecrow. I think he'd be... He's not my first pick for Doctor Doom anyway. I think he would be... Like, if you wanted to have, like, a really good Green Lantern movie, cast him as Sinestro. He would be outstanding. It'd be completely different than him as Scarecrow, but he's so good that it would actually work super well. Yeah. I, uh... You started to say Green Lantern movie, and in my head, real quick, I was like, "Which Lantern is he going to say he should play?" Yeah, I don't like the only one he could be would be, in my opinion, is Hal, and I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah, same. <laughs> Speaking of his movies, though, I did see Oppenheimer last weekend. I don't think I talked about it on last week's pod, did I? Mm -mm. Okay, it was good though, really good. Um. I went to the Alamo Draft House for the first Ooh, time. That's fancy. So it was fancy. It was pretty cool. I, you know, I thought like the tickets, the ticket was expensive. It was like after fees and everything, it was like $22. Um, but the popcorn was like nine bucks and it was uh, free refills. So I, I guess it all just kind of comes out in the wash. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, 
But like, if I ever go see like a serious drama again, it will be there because I, I, I don't know how you could watch a movie like Oppenheimer in a standard theater where everyone's being a total fucking shithead. You know what I mean? Like you really need to pay attention to what's being said for the three hour long movie. Yeah. Um, but it, it was really good. Kind of depressing. There's some depressing tones there, but, uh, but I suggest it if anyone is is on the fence about it and care I, about my opinion. I want to see it. I plan on it. I just, it's like getting that three hour window when I have Hamtaro to watch. It's kind of hard. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but um, I forgot, like, because you guys just got the Alamo Draft House, house kind of recently, right? Kind of recently. I think within the last year or two. Okay. Because I remember like two years ago, God's, they were showing. Alamo Draft Houses were showing Godzilla movies and like there wasn't one in St. Louis yet. Mm-hmm. But if they do that again, we'll we'll do a a two worlds podcast for live from Alamo Draft House. And by live I mean we'll just watch the movie and then maybe talk about it. Probably won't. Yeah. No, that would be <laughs> super fun, man. I would love to. Hey, maybe maybe we could see uh minus one there. Minus one? Oh or yeah, plus, yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's going to be there. I mean, I have a feeling like the closest for me will probably be Savoy, but if it comes to Alamo Draft House before that, I for sure will. I'm yeah. going to see it a bunch if it's good. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, well, where I saw Oppenheimer is they have one theater that's called The Big Show, and it was played in that one. So it's like, hopefully, if they're going to get Godzilla, it'll also be in that one. I I doubt it. Because like Oppenheimer is like, yeah, and everyone's talking about it. gotta be on the big screen, but with Godzilla, it's like, mm, we gotta make our money. So we'll put that on the smaller one and have <laughs> oh, well, you know, you know I guess it Marvel also movie. depends. It depends on what else is out at that time, too. Yeah. So all right, I found that comment. All right. Uh it's from Preston. He says, I too loved Multiverse of Madness. Marvel movies are so paint by numbers now that it was super refreshing that Raimi got to make it. Uh, different. Also loved hearing that the new Blade Run is good. Super excited to read that one and then put it up on my wall. Love that variant. I think he picked up the uh, the Peach Momoko variant from me. Oh, okay. um, yes, thank you, Preston. Uh, Blade was really good. Let me know what you think about it. Um, and I also had a couple other people that came into the shop this week and said that they like Multiverse of Madness too. So maybe it's only the little shits on Twitter or X now, as it's called, that don't yeah. like it. I mean, I, I really think it's like, cause my dad and brother weren't too hot on it either. And I think it's just for the most part, people just get tired of Marvel movies. Like me and dad are talking about today. It's just kind of like, cause even though that one did feel more Rammy, like the plot was still a Marvel movie where it's like, we got to put these silly jokes in here that kind of take you out of stuff. And, all this other crap throughout and the and like, kids and, yeah so i i get again getting tired of this i still think it's a little bit better than you know fucking whatever marvel movie that like a bunch of the other marvel movies because it's just i don't know yeah like everything like pre the first avengers like because they're trying to still find that like thor i thought was too silly the first thor and then like Captain America was, I think, was a really like the original Captain America was like the right blend, and then like Avengers came out and they're like, no, 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 we need to do this for every movie after. 
And then that's how it's just kind of been. Yeah. Well, you know, the first cap was a really good blend. That that's yeah. a movie that I don't think about often when it comes to Marvel movies, but it is one of the one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's on my top of my list, even though, you know, Chris Evans is just the blandest human being on the planet. Captain Milk Toast. Yeah, it's just like it's like, boy, you know, my favorite character, my favorite actor is Chris Evans. You know, my favorite sandwiches, just mayonnaise on (laughs) white bread. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, moving right along uh earlier today well i'll I'll group some of these things together let's talk about some trailers um the loki season two trailer dropped i watched that on x earlier today did you watch that one i didn't okay it looks cool i like season one a whole lot so season two will probably be just as good um so that looked fun and then since Witcher fucking sucks so hard, I would have to say that my uh, my most anticipated show this year is Castlevania Nocturne, and we got a trailer for that. It looks so dope. I cannot yeah. wait for that. Animation looks cool. I just can't wait. Um, and then not exactly trailer related but uh but movie and show stuff a dark souls anime is rumored to be coming to netflix i i guess you could say this with anything but if done right that could be really freaking cool um i really like all that Soulsborne stuff so i would like to see um a proper anime done in that sort of in that sort of style um and then a new tmnt animated series is in development at nickelodeon at paramount does paramount play nickelodeon yeah I guess? I think paramount owns them okay because when that new uh rugrats came out mm-hmm. that like no everyone was like why are you doing this when that came out uh paramount had the run of it I got you. Uh, does that excite you at all? I mean, the last one I heard was pretty good, but the animation sucked so hard I could not get behind it. So, yeah. you know, if they keep going that route, I'll be less and less excited. Well, I wonder I wonder if it'll be something different or if it'll, like, match the new movie, you know? It'll probably be a little bit different than that, but probably closer to that than, you know, the other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then last last little show thing. Uh, well, movie Beyond the Spider Verse has been delayed indefinitely to the surprise of absolutely nobody. Yep. All right, so I got some news. Uh, Don Glover and his bro are signed on to write a Lando series for Disney Plus. Might be good. I know people really like the stuff that Donald and his brother wrote for Atlanta. So, and you know, it might be like I said, might be good. I think Disney's just like, let's see if we, if we can get something else from Star Wars to work. Yeah, you, he was you good. Check that out though. Yeah, well, he was good in the the solo movie. So, I don't know. 
I don't know if him being good in the solo movie will translate to him writing a show about that character, yeah. but, uh, you know, we'll see. I, f- I feel like, I feel like Glover is decently respected in, you know, multiple, uh, areas of media. So, yeah, you know, just have to give it a shot. And if it it's sucks, sure. then it's for sure going to do well. People on Twitter will love it. Yeah, you're probably right. Does he still rap? I think I think if he wants to, he will. <laughs> like I, okay. yeah, I mean, but it's it's not like an active thing. He just does no, what he wants. I think, yeah. Gotcha. Um, um sorry, I'll, were you gonna keep I'll, going? Yeah, I'll just talk about this really quick too, because it's another little tidbit. Um, actor Skylar Gizondo is rumored to be Jim, you know cast as Jimmy Olsen. But it can't be official with it yet due to the, you know, strike. The dude looks the part, though. Like, it's kind of... If you're watching, you can see it. Yeah. Except for, like, in that that one picture where he's got his abs out. It's like, Jimmy shouldn't be shredded. Get out of here. But other than that, (laughs) he looks the part. Yeah, he really, really does. He kind of looks like... uh... Oh, what's his name? Eddie Redmayne, a little bit. Who's that? I think that's him. Yeah, the dude from uh, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, I've never seen Fantastic <clears throat> Beasts. Well, he's in other things, too. But, yeah. uh, but anyway. Um, cool. So, <clears throat> the uh, we were talking about the new Punisher. A while back and we finally got an answer on who that is his name is joe garrison he's a retired shield black ops agent and the writer who i'm blanking on at the moment says that he will be the danny catch of the punisher and i just it might be good i just don't see this doing that hot I don't know that anyone is going to care that much. And I'm not even trying to be mean about it. Yeah. Like part of me kind of wants to check it out, but it's also like comparing it to Danny catch is kind of stupid as all hell because, you know, I mean it, cause it's not like, you know, a demon's possessing him to be the punisher. He's just killing people. Yeah. And Frank castle is, way infinitely more interesting than retired shield black ops agent i mean we don't know for sure i'll just say that because like maybe you know i mean it could be one of those things where it's like "Ah, i've seen i've spent all this time in shield trying to stop people and blah 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 and but you know whatever i think this could yeah i i'm not doing the job that i should be doing and he starts killing people or whatever you know yeah it could be really interesting and hell retired shield agent is a thousand times more interesting than yeah i'm frank castle and i'm now working for the hand killing people and i'm doing good but i'm making sure they don't kill bad or good people just the bad ones i'm doing it for my wife like that's pretty bad jason aaron well i i guess it's all it all <laughs> depends on context huh? yeah yeah <clears throat> Pre pre Jason Aaron Punisher was pretty darn cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read that whole all twelve issues of that? 
No. I read the first three, I think, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is a disservice to Punisher. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm curious what the uh, logo is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. Probably not a skull. If I had yeah, to guess. probably not. Okay, so my last bit of news. We got some Daredevil Born Again news. Um, Nelson Murdoch has gone defunct, apparently. And now Matt is with Kirsten McDuffie. And everyone's throwing a fit. And then someone tweeted at um, Kingpin actor Vincent D'Norfio. Probably mispronounced that, Vincent. I'm sorry. Come on here and tell me I did it wrong. I think it's D'Onofrio. I don't think there's the R in there. But uh, he responded saying, just saying, patience, patience. So we'll see. I have a feeling there'll be stuff, you know, in Pat, you know, like some, some like flashback stuff. And I also saw that it is going to be rated mature. So that's pretty exciting if they actually hold true to that. Agreed. I think that's, it's one of those uh, Fallout memes where it says everybody liked that. that yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah. Not not the first part. Not that Foggy and, you know, Karen are gone. Right. I still think Foggy could come back. I hope they both do. Yeah. Um. All right. So a new DC title uh, was announced. We've got Tom Taylor and Ivan Rice doing a Titans Beast World. And here's the pitch. The Titans must act to save Beast Boy from being Starro forever. And it's going to be a crossover title between Titans and Nightwing, along with a Titans Beast World Alpha and Omega or whatever. Holy shit, do I not care about that. And it's already a struggle to read Nightwing as it is, but now I have to read a fourth of this stupid crossover. Just skip them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I won't I won't skip collecting, but I yeah, will skip you gotta reading. Complete it. But yep. yeah, just just skip it. Yeah. Uh what's what's the most What's the most Nightwing comic that you've ever had where you you have to collect it because you're a completist, but you hated it? I mean, probably the Immortal Hulk, like but that one started off so strong and I just got so right. tired of it. Yeah. But then it was it was less like it was more like just being in an abusive relationship where I'm like, it's gonna get good again. It's going to, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. It well, just got weirdly anti-Semitic. <laughs> uh i don't know it's just like okay beast boy is turning into starro but i could be wrong i thought starro was one character but this is making it sound like he's turning into a starro starro is like an alien race but then they they kind of have a hive mind collective right but then because there's that one Robin Starro, I think he might have died. I don't remember for sure. We haven't seen him in a while. But you remember that like Starro that was on Justice League for a hot minute? Oh, Jaro? Yeah. So I mean the, I think there's and then there was that character that was in Doom Patrol, the newest one where he was like a bit of a Starro. Mm. Well, whatever. I think it sounds unoriginal and boring, but whatever. That's Tom Taylor's MO. <laughs> All right. 
And the last bit of news. I guess spoilers for Venom, if you don't want to know. But uh, we're getting a new Venom, or just symbiote in general. It's Black Widow. She was... It, it happened at the end of this week's Venom, where like some symbiote just like drips on the Black Widow. And then there was like a they call they call them spoiler variants. You can't see it when they're on the order form. Uh they just show up and you get what you get. But it was actually actually I'm gonna try to find it. Um it's a super dope venom variant of like a black widow venom where it's got like her insignia mixed in with the venom symbiote suit and it looks really cool yeah um let's see here yeah here it is share my screen again i think it's pretty cool no it is cool looking so she's got the gauntlets you know her hair, the insignia, insignia. So, pretty neat stuff. There's another one that was a store exclusive. So, um, so yeah. Apparently, apparently that's gonna stick for a little while. Like she's gonna be Venom. Um, so you know, it is what it is. I guess at least they're trying something different, or they're they're just in this like they're they're kind of pulling a, a 5g a little bit right where yeah. where these other characters are taking over uh over over these these characters so i don't know i just i think at least at my store black widow venom will sell the best out of these other switcheroos yeah it's just dumb to me because it's like black widow it's one thing if you're like introducing this new character as this thing, or even if like, I'm just going to say this, like if it was like fucking Aunt May Venom, because at least that's like the separate character that's not their own superhero. Like no one's going to buy an Aunt May book, but if it's Aunt May Venom, <laughs> they'd be more apt to. Speak for yourself, be, dude. Yeah, it's like, I need that Aunt May, Aunt May issue three where she finally, you know, gets to kill the guy that killed Uncle Ben. But, um, <laughs> yeah so i mean it just it doesn't like because like when they had flash as venom that worked and they also you know changed it up a bit but with this it's just like just do a black widow book or introduce this new character you know be like ah this is medi sock and he's the new venom <laughs> it's like what's his deal i don't know he likes to race cars like ah that's cool <laughs> He's a firefighter that races cars and does rock and roll. The symbiote's not going to like this. And, you know, it's not, that's something at least different versus just being like, no, no, it's the old, this character that can't quite have her own book because she's not quite popular enough. We'll get with this character that's not selling well enough, probably. And we'll just combine them. You know, Green Lantern. Yeah. We're just going to combine the old Black Widow and Venom and people will buy this first issue because it's going to be a collector's and then we'll go on for a while with it and then we'll just just switch them back. Not a big deal. You know, I, I don't know. 
Let's know what you think about it. Do you think uh, Black Widow Venom is a good idea? Or would you rather have Medi Sock as the, your new Venom? <laughs> Casey won't find out, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the news, though. So time for comic reviews. We should probably do the one hour, hour man extravaganza because I have a good chunk of comics. So we've gone a little long. <laughs> True. It's starting okay. now. So let's be brief. Okay, so I have New Burn number nine, Godzilla, Monsters and Protectors, Summer Smash. I am Iron Man number five, Hellcat number five, Ghost Rider 16, The Invincible Iron Man number eight, Silk three, Dawn of DC, Night Terrors number two, She Hulk number 15, Night Terrors Action Comics number one. The Incredible Hulk, number two, and Superman, The Last Days of Lex Luthor, number one. And I've got Superman, The Last Days of Lex Luthor, number one. She-Hulk, 15, Silk, three, Night Terrors, two, Incredible Hulk, two, uh, Night Terrors, Angel Breaker, and Night Terrors, Detective Comics. Ooh, no action. Not an action boy today. No, but I didn't pick it up this week. I, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I, I read all of them. But I held up. Oh, sorry, Casey. I guess my window fucking shattering took away some time this week. You know, and you, also, just gotta dig, you just got to dig deep. <laughs> come on. The, uh, I promise you the creative team on Detective is probably better than the action one. I mean, Philip Kennedy Johnson in the secondary story secondary story yeah and it's it's like split halfway but we'll get to that i'll start off with new burn number nine by chip zadarsky and jacob phillips um yeah i kind of forgot what happened the last issue but they do a good job of jumping you back to it new it's burn been months does, right i know i but they did zadarsky does such a good job of writing that just like jumps you all in without it being like forced you know so really good Really, really like the main story. Then they do a backup story, which was just so, so like it usually is with this book. It didn't feel very long. I liked it a lot, though. I'm going to go 8.5 out of 10. Nice. You want to do another one? Yeah, let's do it. Godzilla Monsters and Protectors, Summer Smash. So this one, it's like a sequel to the last one. Fucking Jet Jaguar shows up from outer space because, you know, in this book, they're like, no, no, no. He doesn't get to have two dads. He'll have an alien dad instead. So <laughs> there's this funny meme I saw online one time where it's like a family can be anything because it's a Godzilla fan. It's like, it can be a mom and a dad. It can be two dudes, this random kid they adopted and a robot. It can be anything. They had a picture of Jack Jaguar <laughs> and the two, the, the scientist and the scientist friend. And then the little kid that hung out with them. <laughs> but yeah, so Jet Jaguar shows And up. they were roommates. Yeah. <laughs> And then the Exilians are attacking everything, and they're like, oh, we also made Mecha King Ghidorah, but then that just woke up Godzilla because he hates, you know, King Ghidorah. And then Mothra shows up, and then they're, they're like, well, couldn't you get King Seesaw to hell? And then the the late the two Shobajin were like, we don't know how to contact him. Just talk to the girl that's in their class. That's what you did last time. Am I gonna be mad about the content, you know, about like the this yes. stupid stuff in a children's <laughs> book? Not really, if I'm being honest. But you know, it's just one of those things too, where it's like Jet Jaguar and Mothra are both fighting, you know, Mecha King Ghidorah, 
and Godzilla, and they're kind of losing. And then Godzilla's just like, I'm just going to try harder. And he just walks up, rips his head off, and it's like, we win. Nice. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, now you have Jet Jaguar to protect the Earth, so you don't need Godzilla anymore. So he's just going to go to sleep. And you better hope he never wakes up again, because when he does, and you Earthlings are still fucking up this planet, he's just going to kill you all. So Mothra is going to protect you. King Caesar might protect you. And uh, if we can ever find the girl that talks to him. And Jet Jaguar is here to protect you too. And they're like, okay, cool. So then Godzilla just goes to sleep. And it's like, well, I guess this series is done. <laughs> Summer slam indeed. Yeah. So the fight was pretty rushed, but it's still solid. I mean, I would recommend it to a Godzilla fan. Uh, I'm going to go 7 out of 10. Okay. I will talk about Night Terror's Angel Breaker, number one. It's written by Tim Seeley with art by Aki Bright. It was okay. Angel Breaker is a likable character, at least when she's written by Tim Seeley. Also, Raptor from Nightwing was in it. I uh, don't really care about him. He's just kind of angsty um, and and there. But some pretty cool, creepy stuff happens. Uh, there, there's like this weird little clan with uh, or cult, I guess, with children uh, initiates, which is a little weird. I didn't know much about Angel Breaker. I'm just like, she's a pretty cool looking lady. So let's check it out. I know nothing about her. Yeah, well, her sword. So, like, these at one point, these people are shooting guns at her, and her sword lights up and like stops the bullets and sends them back. Oh, nice! Um, so that's pretty neat. But anyway, uh, yeah, nightmare stuff happens. It ends on a cliffhanger. Angel Breaker is scared. We'll see what happens next issue. It was okay. I give it like a six and a half. Might check out the second one if it's a light week. Right on. I will say this about Tim Seeley. <clears throat> Raptor is such a dang cool character when he was in Nightwing, but then ever since, like when any other character, you know, writer tries to write him, it's like he's losing something there. Yep, I agree. But he was he was pretty awesome in Nightwing. He was very formidable. All right, and then I am Iron Man. Issue five, and this is by Maria Aodel and Dutan Akande on the art. Art's still awesome, story's good. Basically, Iron Man is like when he almost dies or dies, his body will get you know, he has like backups and stuff, memory backups. And so, then there can only be one Iron Man, so then he does this stuff to try to like get rid of the other ones and they kind of kill each other. and it's neat. The one we follow around ends up dying from a different one. And, you know, it, it's it's cool. I like it. It's the last issue in the series. It's a perfectly fine issue. But, yeah, the art's really good. This is like, the, the series started off with something where it was like, if you're even not an Iron Man fan, I think you'd appreciate this. This one, I'm like, mm, it's kind of varying towards less people will like it, I think. But it's still good. I'm going to go probably Closing in on a seven, but a high six out of five or ten. I mean, it's like, damn, you you loved it then. Yeah. 
Um, I have one more other than Yuchi's, so right. do another one. Night Terror is action comics. And so, yeah, we got Power Girl, No Strings Attached by Leia Williams and art by Vasco Georgieve. And uh, yeah, this is fine. Um, Supergirl's having some nightmares. And then it's like, oh, I mean, Power Girl. And then it's like, oh, another nightmare. And then another nightmare. It's just like, I get so tired of these books. I really do. Uh, and this one was like one of the, the more annoying ones because it's just jumping from nightmare to nightmare. But then it's also like Power Girl's in this weird thing that, you know, like it cuts cuts to her like in a uh, like sleep pod at one point. And I don't know. It's just kind of kind of dumb because uh, it's like it shows this part because it's like her being here like that's supposed to make like that shouldn't matter where she's at like they cut that it's like the whole night terrorist thing is going on but yeah. the art's nice in that issue and there's some cool stuff and like i like that this one like there's some of her nightmares where it's just her like going on a stage and having to act stuff out it's like that's like a normal nightmare for a person versus yeah. it just being like no these guys are cutting their eyelids off so they can't go to sleep, you know, like that type. So it's like, yeah, I get that. That's fun. Uh, and then the other story, it's by Philip Kenny Johnson and Miko Suan and Fisco Osio, and it's called The Stuff of Nightmares. And so you got Superboy and uh, uh, Keenan Kong and then Lady Steel and then the two, the two twins are all watching horror movies together. And then they have nightmares, and it's interesting. And uh, Hank Henshaw shows up, being as ooky spooky as ever. And yeah, no, I mean, just for this backup story, Jake, you should really check it out because you'd like that a whole lot. Um, I'm gonna give this as a whole an eight point five because the backup story is fun. The art in it in spots looks really cool and creepy, but in other spots, I'm like, ugh, not not my favorite. But yeah, it's cool, and I enjoyed it. I'm glad that you liked it. Okay, so then I will jump on Hellcat. This by Christopher Cantwell and Alex Lins. Art in this is still outstanding. I'm not a huge fan of the fact that they're like, ah, Son of Satan's evil in this now. That always kind of annoys me because, like, why is he evil? But, like, ah, because he's the Son of Satan. And yeah, so it's, they've read zero son of Satan. Yeah. And, and so I'm not not too hot on that, but you know, it's cool. There's a lot of fun stuff with old Hellcat, old Patsy, you know. And like I said, art's awesome, but yeah, I'm gonna go with a six out of ten series as a whole, probably a seven. The start off so strong and so good and just kind of petered out for me. Right on. Okay. I can uh, do my final right. one. Night Terrors Detective Comics. It's written by Dan Waters with art by Ricardo Federici. And this book was awesome because it was Dan Waters writing uh, Commissioner Gordon. It was oh, a nice. Gordon book. And, you know. You you saw some of the creatures and stuff that Federici drew during the War World stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, you can imagine what nightmare creatures he draws up. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, sweet. It, 
it's just truly, truly creepy stuff. Um, there, there was one page in particular that I really wanted to show here. Yeah, the, this is on the final page. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's like my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> you should seek help. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool. It's just there's good character moments between like Jim and Barbara, even though she doesn't appear in it. It's just like through text message. But but Jim talking about Barbara is nice and talking about James Jr. Um, but yeah. These things are terrorizing uh, Gotham and like transforming people into monsters. And Jim kind of gets caught up in it just because he's like in the area when it happens, but he doesn't fully transform. So really his his body just becomes brittle, not like broken bones, but like pieces of him will like crack and chip off. So okay. like he draws a gun and shoots at one of these monsters and it like snaps his wrist. It's oh, like, shoot. it's crazy. Um, yeah. Some of the action scenes are just brutal. Like these monsters kill people and it shows it. Um, but yeah, just really good. Like one of the, one of the best of the night terrors books. Uh, and also it does a little callback to the DCU era where Jim was in that Batman mech suit as Batman. Uh, which doesn't really get talked about too much anymore. It looked like a big bunny suit because it had the, the it dumb did. ears. It did look like a bunny suit. Um, it looks fucking dope when he draws it, though, because it's just like a proper mech suit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was it was really, really good. I will absolutely be picking up the second one. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Right on, man. Okay, so... Ghost Rider 16 by Benjamin Percy and Chris Campana. And so this is just kind of like a one-off story. You get all three Ghost Riders, you know, Danny, Robbie, and Johnny, and they're all just driving and they pick up a hitchhiker. Hitchhiker takes control over them and then kills a bunch of these similar demons because he wanted to be the only one, basically. He's a skin demon and then it cuts away. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be the new big bad for the next, you know, in the in like the coming, because the next thing is gonna be Ghost Rider with Wolverine, which I'm super pumped for. But it's pretty cool. I mean, you don't get much much going on character wise. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, this is what happens. This guy kills all these people. Like, okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's. It's very much just kind of like, here you go. You're like, okay, that's it. Yep. Okay. So that's why it is getting a six out of five or six out of 10. Brain's not working, but it's a six out of 10. It's, it's perfectly fine. And I'm so excited for Wolverine Ghost Rider. Are you actually? Yes. It's going to be so cool. Nice. She's so stupid. If it's anything like that Ghost Rider book where Wolverine was there and they were just like riding motorcycles, being cool guys. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I bet it's going to be a lot of that. I'm so excited. Okay, so The Invincible Iron Man number eight by Gary Duggan and Juan Figueria on the art. Art's real good. Um, yeah, Tony's, Tony's fighting the Iron Man Sentinels. Really cool. 
he you know teams up with Emma Stone and or Emma Frost on Emma Stone. Emma Stone's not in this book. I was going to say that acting. is really weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's pretty cool. And I like this book. I like Iron Man. Uh, yeah, excited to see where it goes. Uh, I'm going to go 8 out of 10. Right. Boy, it'd be a 10 out of 10 if Emma Stone was in this book. <laughs> okay, what order do you want to do these in? Um, we can just do it as I have them sitting here. Let's go Night Terrors, Silk, She-Hulk, Hulk, Superman. Sounds good to me. All right. That's a bussin' bussin'. For real, for real, no cap. We've got Night Terrors in number two. It's written by Joshua Williamson with art by Giuseppe Camoncoli. Uh, much like the rest of Night Terrors, I'm sure I like this more than Casey, but I genuinely thought that this one was a pretty good time. No, this one was awesome. This is what you want. It's not like, not like the other books where it's like, ooh, spooky dreams. Like this is actually plot. So it's a lot more enjoyable than the other ones. Mm -hmm. Art's real good. Yes, real good. It is. It's crazy to me because that's and you said I didn't check. This is just one dude doing all the art. Yeah. Dang. Oh no, 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 no. I don't no, think so because it's like it all looked different. Uh, Stefano Nessi and Caspar Wingard as well. Okay. Because yeah, no, it switches up and it's pretty awesome. You know, um, I, I like really, yeah. No, sorry to interrupt you there. No, I, it's it's very good. Yeah. The the Wesley Dodd stuff is great. I love the character design. He just looks so damn cool all the mm -hmm. time. Um, but I like how he's written. You know, I like I like a good throwback to an early adventure. Like the little flashback scene is pretty neat. Um, I don't know, it's just good stuff. And in the end, <laughs> where one of the knights does that thing with red tornado, like I I don't know. I just I think this book was killer. It was just yeah. just a good time. Yep, I agree, dude. Like, I wish the rest of the Night Terror stuff was actually this good because mm -hmm. it's really not. <laughs> but yeah, I'm at a nine. I loved it. Yeah, I'm at a nine as well. And it might be the pick of the week. It's tied with one other one that I've got. Yeah. Okay, so next it's Silk number three by Emily Kim and Ig Guara on the art. We do get some swashbuckling adventures. Jake had to have been happy about that. He was and, happy. And we get some Wong action, which Casey's happy about that. But other than that, what did you think, buddy? Well, I, I need to take a hot second and just really voice my appreciation for the Captain Silk design. I think it was cool as hell. Yep. Um, would absolutely read the Captain Silk miniseries. That we're never gonna get. Yep. But it it really does make me want to get like a, a proper commission, you know, like a yeah. Captain Silk commission or other uh other characters as pirates, because man, it was just fun. Um, was, speaking of characters as pirates, there was a um old oh, it was uh the, the old like X-Men card series that came out. They had a Halloween Halloween ones, and Wolverine was a pirate. 
<laughs> oh, really? Pretty cool. I'll have to, I'll have to Google that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was pretty fun. I, you know, a lot of it is fillery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's, there's still small bits of story happening, but the background stuff with, with Saya and the other dude, it's been the same with them for all three issues so far. And so, I don't know. I guess I'm just ready for like more meat of the story, if that makes sense. I mean, you're going to get it with the next issue. Like, cause that's the thing. Like, I kind of disagree with, cause like the last issue they're trying, or the first issue is like, oh, yeah, we're just kind of into this story. That's noir. Second story, it's like, oh, Silk's picking up on it. We kind of see more what's going on. This story, the brothers, you know, he got, he got wonged. And then, <laughs> and then the, the girl's now a demon. Spoiler alert for the end of this issue. So it's like they're at least progressing with different things. Like that's happening to them. It's not like, and you know, like how you were saying. In my opinion, it's it's at least stuff stuff's happening with them. Yeah. So it's just been kind of a slower burn. Like it probably could have well, happened in two issues. Right. But, well, I I think that this one was much better than than issue two. Yeah. Um, because it it is slowly getting there. Um. But I don't know. It just it feels like like we see a lot on the pirate ship, but really it's just kind of two big action scenes, and the rest is just kind of her jumping around a ship. Um, but you know, whatever. I'm not going to complain. It, it's a good book. I'm just excited for the next issue to see where it goes. Yeah, Emily Kim's a very good writer. Yeah, yeah, totally. She gets silk. I think. Yeah. So I'm personally at a nine for it. I liked it a whole lot. I'm probably probably good. I'll say eight. Okay. Also, I looked up that card. It's awesome. Yeah, right. I, there's others like Beast was Benjamin Franklin. I remember that one. Colossus <laughs> was a vampire. Nice. Um guess it's me isn't it she hulk 15 it's written by rainbow rowell um with art by andre ginale ginalet and man i i i really liked all of it until the end it's just a hard cut the end for now until we reboot yeah. it with a new number one it's like fuck you man like yeah. we, we've been along for 15 issues we deserve better than that i mean it's not even like the end they're just taking a month off <laughs> i know but it's still annoying i know but no i loved it i thought the ending was pretty solid yeah it was just all around a good time rainbow is very good and the art's really good Yeah, it's just this whole alien invasion bomb thing. Just, it's just wrapped up too quick. Yeah, now the for sure the invasion part and like the their whole plan is like, ah, we'll just send a horde in and then blow them up. That was pretty silly. Exactly, and also all the all these other fun characters are here. I wish we'd have gotten like this splash page where they're all fighting. Give me an issue where it's like. 
you know, Luke and Danny are doing this thing and Titania yeah. is over here doing this thing. But this it's it's done in two pages. It well, just it's not the not the Luke, Danny, and Titania book, but it's She-Hulk. Oh, give me a break. The last Iron Fist book was everybody else but Danny. Yeah. Uh just let me well, be annoyed. That's, that's, just that's, let that's, me that's, be annoyed. Well, that's because that's that was the new Iron Fist book. I don't care. I don't care. I didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> you, you were okay with the newer, the newer Iron Fist series. No, I'm saying this issue. Oh, I didn't yeah. like it in this issue. I got you. I got you. So, uh, I got to give it an average, average like six and a half, seven. Oh wow! Yeah, see, I'm at eight, five, almost nine. I really loved. I I really liked it. It was just kind of like the aliens' big plan was kind of just like, oh, that's that's the plan. You couldn't come up with yep. something better. And also, like, obviously, we haven't seen the last of the thief guy. But again, yeah. it's not wrapped up. And yeah, it'll continue in Sensational She-Hulk, but it's a pretty dumb ending for the, you know, She-Hulk trade that's going to come out. Um, yeah. But whatever. Oh, right, though. It is Incredible Hulk time. And this is by Philip Kenny Johnson and Nick Klein doing the art. Oh, uh, yeah. It's pretty ooky spooky. It was interesting. <laughs> ooky spooky. Yeah. I mean, it's got some dead stuff. All that type of things. Did you have, like, any any big key takeaways other than ooky spooky? I honestly loved it. The 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 dream parts with the little girl and then also with Banner and Hulk. Like Hulk basically telling Banner to go fuck himself. Yeah. I thought it was great. The the big spooky bird that Banner's trapped in just looks awesome. Anytime Banner catches Hulk in his reflection, I think is cool. And you know, like you said, the Yuki Spooky zombie church crowd is cool and you know next issue is just going to be a slug fest so yeah i loved it i like the first issue a lot i like this one a lot um this one this one's tied with night terrors is my pick of the week really enjoyed it yeah i mean it's i'm still not super sold on it i like i'm not i think the interactions between hulk and banner are interesting and all the you know ooky spooky stuff cool uh, I, I don't know it's just it's still just kind of like oh i kind of wish we were going a different route than this but i'm still here for the ride i'm just not blown away i wish i was so well, one of yeah. us gets to be yeah so i'm at like a seven and a half probably it's a nine for me Does that mean this last book is your pick of the week? It might be. I don't know. It's either this or Night Terrors, probably. Okay. We've got Superman, The Last Days of Lex Luthor. Written by Mark Wade. Uh, pencils by Brian Hitch. So let's hear your thoughts. I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, basically, Lex is dying, and he... It's just such a douche, but uh, he has like all of the 
every TV, you know, everyone sees that Superman agrees to help him because Superman's a nice guy. And they do all these different things to try to help him. And it also cuts to flashbacks of when they were in Smallville together. <clears throat> and I, I don't know. The, him and Lex knowing each other from their Smallville days, I'm always kind of like, eh, on it. And then, like, the one thing I didn't like, there's a part where they go to the Phantom Zone and, like, they can solid, like, Zod can solidify himself and, like, not solidify, you know, all that stuff in the Phantom Zone. And, like, they're just like, get out, Luther! And they, they pushed him out with their, like, combined will, which I thought was kind of dumb. But other than that, I just really, really liked it. I thought Superman's written really well, even if some of the plot points aren't my favorite. What about you? What do you think? I liked it. I think that Obviously, Mark Wade knows how to write Superman. He also knows how to write Lex. He is such a douche, but like, he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know this. I'm not a big fan of Brian Hitch as far as art goes. So there were definitely some good pages. Um, but man, all of his faces just really start to look the same. Uh, but yeah, it, it was good. I get what you mean with the flashback stuff. Uh, it just makes it a little more, I don't know, weird. Just Lex doesn't know the Clark is Superman. Yeah. So it's just like we're getting we're getting stuff where like Superman feels bad for Lex. And I'm sure that's, I mean, Superman would help Lex anyway in this situation, but I'm sure that these flashbacks are just more motivation because he felt bad for him early in life, but he wants to help him out now. Um, but man, the way that Lex set up Superman was by far the best part of the book. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, looking forward to what happens. Yeah, I'm at a nine for this, though. I really, really liked it. Give it an eight. The art brings it down a little bit for me. Okay, and then what are you excited for in this coming week, bud? I am excited for uh, Moon Knight 26, uh, the new Conan the Barbarian, and I'm going to say uh, the, the book Fire and Ice. That's like a Frazetta thing that yeah. looks... Very Conan like and cool. Oh, I thought that was the new Fire and Ice. Never mind. I need to take that off my list. I thought that was the uh, new Fire and Ice DC book. It is not. Well, boy, I need to text you about that one. <laughs> Tell you what, because I don't, I don't know if it's on your list or not. You might swap it out with uh, the What If Dark Venom, because okay. I, I read that and. It's it's the symbiote taking over Ben Grimm. And oh, that's me. It was pretty cool. Well, I'll check that out then instead. So uh, yeah, it's Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four, and TMNT for me. That's the three books outside of that. What if that are on my list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Fantastic Four time. And so I had one, and then I was I remembered X happened. They changed Twitter's name, so I was like, well. Let's just go with like four name changes or character changes or just regular comic changes in general that you're like, this is dumb. Why would you do this? Okay. Um, we talked about one earlier. The uh the Commissioner Gordon becoming Batsuit 
or bunny bunny suit Batman for a little bit. That was pretty dumb. I'm I'm trying to think of like a name change. Ooh, ooh. Fate. The 90s DC character <laughs> where they were like, let's freshen up Dr. Fate and make him an image character. Really dumb. Uh I don't go feel free, so I'm not just sitting yeah. here. Um let's just go with the time the fantastic my go like from fantastic four normal to my favorite run of fantastic four where it's like extra rocky ben grim lady ben grim <laughs> human torch and oh crystal that's gonna sell some books <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, these won't be in a in a at a dang old flea market years from now for 25 cents Yep. And then Blue Superman. Mm. Why? You're like, oh, well, don't worry. We got Red Superman over here, too. Again, why? I don't know. One, two? Yeah. And then we'll go... I'm just going to go recent. Black Widow Venom. I already said why. <laughs> that's stupid. Could be... Could be uh, old... Medi sock, but instead we got Black Widow Venom. I thought of one. Anytime they do uh death of a character. Yeah. Like I think it was fine with Superman. And I'll I'll even say Death of Captain Marvel, because that was the first one to do it. Yeah. Um but but after those two, no way. Yeah. And uh I don't know, let's try to think of something. I know when they were like, hey, you remember that Peter Parker you've had for like 20 years at this point? That wasn't the real one. That's a clone. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, actually, the clone was the one that we told you was the real one. Like, oh, why'd you do all this? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I know. I was trying to think of another one, too. I was thinking like. And I don't know. Wait, here's an, here's another fun one. Punisher. You know, the guy that kills bad guys. Ah, oh, he's the boss of the hand now. Okay. Why? Well, because people were doing images with Punishers on there, and they were then sc- shooting up schools, or they were cops that were like, oh, thin blue line. And so we're just like, oh, we, let's, let's instead make him kind of a bad guy, but not all the way commit to it. Oh, okay. I, I just thought of my last and biggest one. The biggest change I hate more than anything were the rules for picking up Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Closing plugs? Let's plug it up. All righty. Uh, guys, if you would, check us out on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter or X, I guess it is now, at two underscore worlds underscore PC and on Instagram at two worlds pod. You can email us at two worlds podcast at gmail.com. And if you would head over to our YouTube channel, we're two worlds podcast on YouTube and subscribe. Tell your friends, say, hey, listen to this. 
But we love to say in chat, I'm throwing a big old birthday party and I'm waiting for the, the guest honor to get here. Bye, guys. Bye.